Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Drug addiction recovery has been around as long as addiction itself. But Ireland's Recovery Academy has sparked off this uh, recovery movement in Ireland. They believe, and international research shows, that people can move from dependence on addiction services to a life of fulfilment, well-being and full participation in society. And the Finglas Addiction Support Team, along with other community stakeholders, has decided to celebrate Recovery Month this September by launching its Finglas Does Recovery campaign. And uh, the aim is, of course, to raise awareness of the positive recovery movement in Finglas throughout the month of September and uh, through a number of events. And joining me in the line to speak to me more about the great work they do is Joe. Joe, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Oz. Uh, Joe, I mean, look, it's something, I suppose there's a stigma attached to drug addiction, it would be fair to say. I mean, a massive stigma attached. The, the words junkie and the words waster and all those kind of things come to mind and people think of crime and how people mm-hmm. obviously steal to, to feed their habit. And it has had a very bad image, over, particularly over the last 20 years or so. And it's very difficult to get people to support something when they have a bad view of it. So how do we change first the public perception of the drug addict and so we can actually give them more assistance and help? Absolutely. You know, those terms of derogatory and offensive um, to start off with, you know. So basically, you know, that's the language we need to change. Basically, these people are addicted um, for one reason or another. They travel into addiction found in certain circumstances, and there's a number of reasons why people can travel into addiction, whether it's environment, poverty is well documented, there's another reason why people travel into addiction, and crime, lack of opportunities, etc. You know, so they're the circumstances which people find themselves in those circumstances. How we change that is by events like Fingers Does Recovery, organisations like Fasting, Addiction Support, and being central in the community to support these families, and numerous families are in recovery now from problematic drug and alcohol use. And you mentioned the stigma there, definitely, like, when we come out of the shadows and highlight recovery and make it visible um, to people, it does remove the stigma. You know, when we look at addiction with a health-led approach as opposed to a criminal-led approach, um, that also removes the stigma and encourages people to come forward. Yes, so your, your argument is everybody deserves a second chance, you know what I mean, because obviously we all make mistakes in life, some worse than others. But, I mean, you, your situation personally, Joe, you know, I mean, when did it all start for you and how did you get involved in drugs? What was the, prob- what was the problem in your life at the time? Joe, um, sorry, no, my, my story is no different than anyone else really that travels into addiction. As I said, I mentioned some of the, you know, pre-courses and indicators of what, what led me into addiction myself to. One, trauma, childhood trauma, adverse childhood experiences, etc. Stuff like that. I found myself in, in a position where... I was self-medicating um, to deal with that um, childhood stuff. And then it's basically, I mean, drugs are a painkiller, you know. People take them to block out the reality of life or the pain of life or the emotional pain of life. So that was basically my situation. And what, what um, drugs were you taking? What, what age were you when you started, Joe? I would, alcohol would have been my first drug. And then that's course, well yeah. documented. You know, alcohol would have been my first drug and then progressed on to um, cannabis and um, Heavier drugs would have come along then in time where, you know, it progressed from cannabis to ecstasy, to cocaine, to heroin. And I didn't discriminate, you know, whatever was going to take me away from how I was feeling. And so was it a case that, you know, when you went on the cannabis, you just weren't getting the hit anymore? I'll try ecstasy. That just wasn't good enough anymore. And it was just, let's get stronger and stronger and stronger because you just needed to mask that pain and mask life. 
pretty much null, you know, and then, you know, you find yourself in an environment where that's the done thing and you're in a bubble and you're isolated. So for every hundred people that you think that are taking um, drugs, there's a thousand people that are not taking them. You just don't know them. And that's where the Recovery Academy comes in and Fingers Addiction Support Team and movements like Fingers Does Recovery. Because basically what you're doing is you're letting people know that you might know these people that are in addiction because you're in that bubble or that, that environment. But there's a lot of people that are living um, a normal, healthy, productive lives in recovery and eventually what Recovery Month is about. And um, I mean, how long, how, long, how long are you clean now, Joe? Oh, it's a long time. I'm, I'm actually like about 18 years in recovery. Right, you know, okay. Well, um, when, you, when you say in recovery, is it is that like alcoholism where you say, I'm always an alcoholic? Because I, I, don't, I don't like that. I think that still stigmatizes. When I hear somebody saying, I'm an alcoholic, but I haven't had a drink in 20 years, I'm kind of going, well, then you're not an alcoholic. Well, what are you talking about? Because I, I, I always believe that idea of saying, well, I'm always one drink away from being an alcoholic or one, I don't know, joint away from being a drug addict again. I think it always leaves you teetering on the edge. In other words, you should be able to break away from it and say, I'm not an alcoholic anymore. Like, if I gave up smoking tomorrow, I'd yeah. consider myself not to be a smoker anymore until I go back on them again. Well, <laughs> 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 I've, I've tried a few times, Joe, let me tell you. But, yeah. but you, you know, do you understand what I'm trying to say? I always I found, found that faulty in the way they say Now, I know AA say it and all the other rest say, you're always Absolutely. an alcoholic. Absolutely. Yeah, it's up to the individual the language they want to use personally, you know, and your experience will tell you whether you can have that one drink again, you know what I mean? And you might decide through experience that over the time that it's best if I don't drink, do you know what I mean? Because any time I try to, because addiction, like, there is no control with addiction, like, that's, you know, that's the thing, like, so when you try and control the substance, it eventually controls you, you know, so you might have learned, you know, try to, you know, be an offer for a period of abstinence, I might go back on it for a while, and then it leads to the same problematic use and the, the, the situations that arise from that. So it might be just that whatever about the language of you can never have a drink again. And we just be that you might decide mm-hmm. best of all you don't drink again. And, and, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. my experience has shown me this is what happens. See, the, the problem, I suppose, with drugs more so than alcohol, although alcohol can lead to the same problems of crime as well, is that we do associate, you know, the person who takes heroin uh, because generally they don't hold down the job. Some do. Some can be functioning drug yeah. addicts, uh, but many, are, most are not. And and we associate that with crime because, of course, to feed a drug habit, you have to have money. And there is yeah. no way you're going to get money unless you commit crimes. So the two go kind of hand in hand. And people look at, say, somebody mm. like you when you were at your peak, I suppose, yeah. and they're saying, well, well how, much is low, sp- how much does he spend on drugs? I'd say my lowest mark on my peak. Well, you're, well, at the peak of taking drugs, I suppose, your lowest <laughs> yeah. moment. I mean, yeah. Joe, when you, when you were at your lowest moment and you were taking heroin, I mean, to feed that habit was costly. So, I mean, I, by the way, I'm not judging you, but I'm saying, I, I'm assuming, um, we've uh, Peter is a regular caller to the show who was a, a heroin addict many years ago and a great guy, one of my favourite callers to the show. But he admits that he, he said, I was a scumbag. I was a complete and utter scumbag. He said, I stole, I ended up in court, I was involved in robberies, I was, you know, doing all sorts of things. And he admits that he was that person, you know, and he can look back at that now. I mean... And absolutely, is, isn't that the problem with trying to get society's attitude to change? Because it affects so many people. It's not just Joe that it affects. It affects everybody that Joe knows and his family and his friends. Absolutely. And that brings me back to my point that the more people that are in recovery, it's better for society. So events like recovery month, fingers does recovery, events like that promote and make visible recovery. So people and society as a whole, like, you know, I think this is a better area with recovery, you know, and society as a whole. So why not? You see, it's counterintuitive or counterproductive 
decide to label you're working against yourself. So if you label people as you know as the way they are, as you just described, and um, you know, whereas we're in the recovery academy and recovery Ireland and, and stuff like this, we're we're showing that people can recover, can change their lives. You mentioned at the start of the of the broadcast that um, it's well documented and international research has shown that people can exit a dependence on mm-hmm. recovery Absolutely. Services. You know I mean? so but it is hard, the Joe. There's no doubt that it's hard because Absolutely. when you look when you look at the stats over here, they're not good. I mean, eighty percent of people um, uh, leave recovery programs before they even end, and out of the twenty percent, I believe that actually go through the full recovery uh, in some of the, the programs that we have here, a lot of them go back on uh, you know uh, on drugs again or alcohol or whatever it is their chosen addiction. So it, it is difficult for people. And it's their job as a recovery service to increase those figures, to increase those outcomes. And that's why it's absolutely vital that services like FAST continue. And we must have support for people when they finish treatment and they come back into the communities, the same communities where they probably partook, partook in their drug taking, that they have support. Like, I mean, for, for my own situation, I'm a graduate of the FAST aftercare program. And I completed two years up there with Andy and Lorraine, who, who are brilliant. And... You know, so I've had loads of support on my journey. And I am one of them. I'm a classic. I'm a living embodiment of someone that has, um, you know, done exactly what it says in the team. You know, I've exited the dependence on services mm-hmm. due to the support. I've transitioned from a service user to a service provider. Like, I don't know. Like, no, I'm actually in college at the moment. I'm in university. I'm in the final year of um, my bachelor's degree. And while I was in college, I was elected by my peers to be the class representative in the SU. I've, I've spoke at Congress USI 60. I've um, addressed every third level university in the Ireland of Ireland. You know, well done. And Joe, by the way, you should be very proud of yourself to oh, come yeah, from I'm what you were. And, and I'm listening to you there, by the way. I'm very proud of you listening yes. to you of what yes. you achieved. So thanks very much. I really appreciate that. But my point is that with the services was there, I've transitioned from services. I'm actually now a professional, a paid professional working in a job um, that I've always dreamed of doing and being of service to others. And... Um, you know, it's just amazing. It's a bit. Oh no! You know, you've completely turned your life around, and well done to you. But I, but there are many out there who are recovering, who are on methadone programs. Absolutely. Which yeah. is, I mean, I don't know what you think of methadone programs, but I believe they're kind of pointless. I, I, do you know what? Right? For me, methadone has its place. You know what I mean? And some well, we're just replacing are, one drug with another, aren't we? Really? But, but, but Noel, you said you smoke cigarettes. That's I, a drug. Oh, I know. Well, I know. Yeah, but yeah, but the difference in my cigarette smoking is, is that, I, thankfully, yeah, I can afford to do it at the moment. Okay, so so let me just say, you can live a normal life, all right, with the health consequences of that. You choose to live a normal life, but you can still function, tone up, interview me, etc. People are methadone are stable. You know what I mean? I live in I live in lives. I'll be on a prescribed medication, which is all there is essentially is a prescribed medication. But Joe, there's and no there's no comparison between. I mean, smoking doesn't affect my ability to think. Um, it doesn't affect my ability to to function. Whereas we've se- I've seen people on methadone, and absolutely. most of them, and a lot of them look strung out. And absolutely, but it has its place, and it can be used for the right purpose as well. And like anything, it can be abused as well. But but what was was methadone not just the state's way of saying, ah, there you go, we've dealt with that now, they're grand, they're not on heroin anymore, we're paying <laughs> no, for it now, no, and it's methadone. Even, uh, Noel, sorry, don't even get me going on the state, because it's like, you know, I'm here to talk about recovery month and fast and fingers and, and the positivity that we're bringing to launching um, next next Tuesday up in the church with the Lord Mayor uh, Dublin. Uh, Hazel Shield is going to launch the Light Up the Church, and we're going to have an event. We're going to celebrate recovery, um, because I'm actually doing sociology and I'm doing psychology in college, and I could get into all that stuff with you, social stratification, crime. Um, we, 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 we wouldn't have the time for it today, but maybe, no, another, no, maybe yeah, another night, yeah, Joe, I'd love to. Sort of went, you went down that road, so I was saying, oh, I'm happy to talk about it, <laughs> but it's just like the overarching message I want to get across today is, is that 
Fingers does recovery. What we're looking for is we're looking for people to support and get behind people in recovery. Trying you know, to highlight the positives, accentuate the positives. We'd also like people to ask, um, you know, if you're in English, you can contact fast. If you don't mind, I'll give out the number. I'm yeah, sure, yeah. 811 Give it again. Give us that number again. It's 01-811-0595. Or you can email info at fastlimited.ie. And also, you can get in touch with the Recovery Academy of Ireland. Okay, and, and that number is, for, correct me if I'm wrong, is that for people who think they may have a problem and they need to contact absolutely, somebody? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. I mean, fast, fast avoid numerous services, you know what I mean? Like, um, and not just, by the way, heroin or cocaine. If you're on medicated drugs or whatever, you know, prescribed drugs or whatever it is, then you think you have a problem. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, the services there is brilliant. Um, Any Roche the CEO there, she's fantastic. Uh, Mick Williams is the head of services. And I just want to say as well, I haven't done this on my own. Um, I've, I've had mentors like Amy and Mick. And, um, you know, the people behind me that have helped me um, on my journey, but I just want to say like that my role as recovery advocate in the organisation now is basically that it can be done. I mean, you, 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 you highlighted the negatives and, you know, the, the stats, you know what I mean? But the, the reality is, like, you know, recovery is available. It does exist. It's not a myth. It's not a fantasy. I know many people, friends of mine, that are living happy, productive lives. And they, as I said, like, you know, I, my story is, you know, I found myself in addiction. And for me, recovery is amazing, and it's, it's the journey home. I found myself. And, and you, but again, Joe, the, 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 the I suppose the, the point that we always have to come back to in relation to recovery for be it any drug or alcohol or whatever it yeah. happens to be is you have to want to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, so it's like absolutely. it's like giving up cigarettes. You have to want to do it. Absolutely. And yeah. our job, our job as recovery advocates and recovery services is to make sure that when those people decide that they've had enough and they want it and they're ready, when they're at the end of the road, that we're there to support them. You know, okay, okay. And, and, and help them, you know, and that's why these services must continue. The like to fast, the, these events, obviously with the call with the recovery walk down the Street, which is great um, for visibility and highlighting that these services exist, is, is on hold for this year, hopefully back next year. But we have to make sure that when these people are ready, that we're there to support them on the journey to okay. home people, not like me themselves, but that this life is on offer and it's, it's, it's better than, you know, what, what addiction brings. And I know that from experience, you know, there's okay. no fairy tale endings. Oh, well, listen, Joe, it, it's been lovely talking to you and I'm very proud of you, <laughs> even though I don't know you. I, I think you've achieved quite a lot from somebody who came from something quite drastic. So I think Absolutely. you've achieved quite a lot and you should be very proud of yourself too and the people who know you, I'm sure, are very proud of you. But look, if anybody wants to support you, call it. It's, it's uh, Fingerless Does Recovery. It's happening for the month of September. If you find yourself in a situation like Joe was many years ago and you need somebody to chat to, you need a bit of help, the number, by the way, is 018110595 or you can email them at info at fastltd.io. IE. That's info at fastltd.ie. All right. Last point. Sorry, I just wanted to mention as well. I mentioned the COVID there briefly. There's restricted numbers at the event due to COVID. Obviously. You know, obviously. We have a video launch just in case people thought you could turn up, but it's restricted numbers. Obviously, COVID and um, regulations deployed. Okay. So I just want to thank you again for taking the time out, giving us the space and the airways to highlight this. Uh, recovery process and, and recovery celebration that's happening for the month of September as well and fingers does recovery Alright listen Joe thank you very much indeed and I appreciate you coming on the air today well done to you by the way you can go to the website by the way www.recoveryacademymyireland.ie oh no it's right recoveryacademyireland.ie that's recoveryacademyireland.ie so if you know anybody maybe you know somebody who needs help maybe you could talk to them about it and get them in touch with um, the recovery and that maybe they'll, they'll do well out of it just like Joe and just like Peter who regularly comes on the air and many of the people that I've talked to over throughout the years uh, who've come away from that that side of their life Real people Real opinions Real talk radio The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show Classic Hits